this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. up what's up welcome to black opinions matter motherfuckers my name is amino hassan i'm joined by black trey john gervais on the production the one and only rob lopez let's get right into it guys let's not waste any time we got uh obviously the big news of the week with uh lil boosie and the kappas beefing not beefing we'll hear all about that from Jerv, a real live capital, will talk to us about that. We'll talk about Antonio Brown. Does he not have any real friends in the world? And of course, we'll review the return of power. How garbage can this show get in the last few episodes? But first, Trey wanted to start with a question that, you know what? I won't lie, Trey. I've thought about this in the past. Uh, I haven't thought about it in a while, but I have thought about this in the past. Namely, the game 21 that we all grew up playing if you grew up playing basketball, you know the game 21. It's basically every man for himself. Uh, and I, everywhere I've gone, people play it, but the rules are a little different everywhere you go. And so, Trey, if you want to lead the conversation here, because 
I have a feeling you have something in mind in particular. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I'm just really curious. I was I was watching this video on Twitter the other day and they were playing 21, but then it gave me like this thought of like, yo, who came up with certain rules and if the rules really kind of stretched nationwide, worldwide, etc. And obviously some people don't play to 21. They play up to more, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, I think in the Midwest they play to forty-two or well, something hold like on. that. Hold on, hold on. Let's start. Let's start with in you know Los Angeles in Compton. How did y'all play twenty-one? You grew up playing twenty-one. How? All right, so we played to twenty-one, mm-hmm. but then you also could. Go back to. Oh no no! I'm talking. Let's let's go. Like all right, everyone, every man for himself. Uh, every basket starts with you. Like every basket is what zero. Oh no! One ones and twos. No, ones and twos. Uh, okay. Ones and twos to twenty one, but then uh-huh. there's no capacity. It it could be thirty people on the floor on the, on the court on blacktop, which yes. is kind of crazy when you think about it. Um, you're kind of. Judged by how you call your fouls, pretty much. So no soft calls, really. So it could be. Oh, y'all, y'all were calling fouls. Okay. So then, from there, you uh, you can uh, make it or take it, or three and back. Uh, but then also after you do three and back, you have to make the three. And after you make the three, you can check up to anybody. See, Trey, I need you because there's some people who don't play ball, so I need you to explain all this shit like to people. They don't understand we talk about three and back and and take the three or okay, whatever. So, so when you're saying when I say three and back, that's take three free throws if right. you make them. So you don't get the ball back if you miss, but if you make it's three free throws, they're not gonna let you be there all day. So, and they give you the option before while while you're making your first one because you call out the rules before you want to know. You're gonna say, all right, are we doing three and back? Or are we doing? Are we shooting all day? All day means you can pull a James Harden and go get twenty free throws if you can. Wow. You know what I mean? Which is kind of lame. Wow! Y'all, you, did y'all you you ever play with people like that? I've never. Wow. These people, I, this, I only ex- I only I'm exclusively learning. played like that. Shoot all day until you miss. Really? Now, so yeah. this is interesting, Rob, because I, we're both from New York. And the way we always, I've never met anyone where it's, you just shot free throws all day. We would play twos and threes. Like you would score two points, and then when you scored, you got three free throws. After the third free throw, we're checking it up to you, and, and we're playing live again, right? And uh, the only exception was if you hit twenty-one, and you had to hit twenty-one on the dot, then you would take a step back and shoot a three to win the game. Right. That's, that's how they, that's how we played in New York. I never met anyone where it's like, he just kept shooting, shooting free throws until he hit one. Like you get three free throws at the third one. Because the funny thing was after that, <laughs> after that third one, like niggas would grab the ball and then they check it up to you. But then they get real aggressive. Like, okay, enough of this bullshit. <laughs> trying to throw you a bullshit pass and throw you off. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So you like, you know, well, that was it when you're shooting your three. Like, you hit that first one, they're like, okay, let me throw it up in the air. So he got to get his eye off the rim or roll it on the ground. You do all these little 
bullshit tactics. Uh, Jerv in Philly, how did they play? So I never found out it was 21 until I got to college. In Philly, we called it Rough House. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was called Rough House in Philly. Uh, we we generally played the 35, sometimes 45. See? Wow. Um, majority of the rules that Trey is saying is true. I mean, not true, because I'm not trying to make something you lying. <laughs> are, are they, uh, they translate over here. Um, but for the most part, we never, I, I've never heard of shoot, shoot till you miss. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was three foul shots and it was that, you know what I mean? We, we didn't play any fouls, hence the name rough house. There was right. no such thing as a foul. I mean, you can't fucks like you can't like clothesline anybody. Right, right. Right. But I mean, you could, I mean, tough foul. No, I mean, we, we play no, no, no easy layups. Right. So, right. You know what I'm saying? So that was that. And, um, if someone called like walk, or travel, walk or travel, walk, double, anything of that nature on you, um, it would be one point. You get one point if you made, like, the oh, bucket. Bro. What? Yeah. The, so, but the, 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 the catcher is you got to, um, like you said to me, you can't go over, right? If you go over, you go back. Like, yes. you know what I mean? So, yeah, so if you, you hit if, 22, you go back down to, like, right. 15 or 15 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you got to, uh, and, like, you, we took pride of, of – for us, it was like you winning at the foul line. Oh, that was another thing. We didn't shoot from the foul line. You shot we top shot of the, the key? We shot so top, was we on shoot top of the right. Yeah, all day. So it, so that's funny because when I went to Atlanta, that's what I found out. Like, they don't shoot free throws. They shot top of the key. Uh, they shot top of the key, and then you take a step back for that, for the, again, once you hit 21, you had to hit that three-pointer. Or you go back 15, to, right? Or you go back to fifteen. Okay. Now oh, here's a oh, go ahead. One last thing. Everything not you everything was uh one point until somebody made that first foul shot. Oh, that's wow, that's complicated yeah, that's, as hell. Y'all, y'all got way too <laughs> yeah. many rules for my liking. Now, See, and, now, and there's there's another like level to it too. To Trey's point, you know, twenty one. Now I grew up in I went to grade school in, in Pennsylvania, but I was born in New York and now I'm back in New York, but the way they played it too, no matter how many people are on the court, you can shoot till you miss when you make, I think it was when you get fouled, but you were allowed to get double teamed. Now, I know some people oh, don't allow double, oh, double teams. No, are you oh, kidding? All we did? I've, I've, played, I've, played in, I've played in like other parts in like Jersey where they didn't allow double teams, but they played ones and twos and you get the ball back on a free throw. No, we had five people chase it. When the dude had oh, like yeah, 19, same. If, you had, if you had 19 like, and we knew next basket was a 20. Yeah. You had like everybody on the court just chasing the dude, <laughs> chucking, just up, chucking up back to the basket, reverse threes, oh, like from course. the top of the half court. Absolutely. Well, because the whole thing about twenty one is that up until you get to around fifteen or seventeen, for the most part, everyone's too lazy to actually play defense. So the yeah. unwritten rule is if you miss the shot, then like it's your primary responsibility to be the defender on the next guy. Right. Like, so if I'm the third or the fourth dude, somebody else put up the shot and somebody else grabbed the rebound. Like I might play a little token defense here and there, but it's like, that's not really my, I ain't the one that missed the shot. The guy who missed the shot, you, you, you got, you got to be Patrick Beverly or whatever. Now, once the dude hits like 17, like, dude, he's about to win this game. Now everyone's like, all right, we're not going to let this happen. And so we start chasing you around like you're James Harden or something. My favorite part um, is when niggas be acting like you playing dominoes and you've been giving up the ass on some points. And they be like, damn, is that your boy? Yeah, why you letting him yeah, score? Yeah. Like, hey, it'd be a nigga that just It'd be a nigga that's like, I just came in the game and nigga be like, all right, how much you got? All right, he got six. 
All right, he got 14. All right, damn, nigga, is that your boy? You selling him off? You don't want to guard him? That shit is... But, Trey, that's, that's, that's where that hole, if you miss the shot as your your defense there, because people get mad, like, you let him score? Like, that's your man. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, you missed the shot. Um, now, there's another wrinkle that I've played with that I've always enjoyed. You ever play with taps? Oh, tipping? You tap, yes. a, you tap a dude, wherever he is, you tap him, you go down to 13, yep. and if you get tapped down twice in a row, like if you don't get tapped, if you don't score again after you go down to 13, the second tap takes you down to zero. I, I don't I don't remember the, the, the numbers, but I, I de- we definitely played tap. Like taps wasn't something we always played. It was kind of one of those things. So remember I said the whole first, make the first foul. So whoever makes the first foul, yeah. I can call whether or not we're playing taps. In yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What well, taps, taps well, for me was a rebounding me drill. No yeah, tap, taps for me in high school was a rebounding drill. That's what the coach, you know, the tap against the backboard. I, I, know, I don't even know what you're talking about. No, so, so basically, if you miss a shot and somebody, you, like, somebody can tap it in. Right. And if they tap your missed shot in. No matter if it's a one or two, or, or no, it would be no a matter, one, right? Whatever it is, you, you go down. You go down like so, uh, like for instance. So let's say someone scored. He's got seventeen. Um, he scored a layup. Oh man, that's nineteen. He hits his first three to twenty. If he hits this next one, he's got twenty-one, and he'd get ready, get ready to win the game. So I mean, we would call you it miss that tip. one. We tap it, and yeah, yeah, if yeah. your feet touch the ground, oh. it don't oh, count. Yeah. No, it's not that. Yep. You got to be off the ground. That's right. And <laughs> if we played on a like an eight foot rim, like where the rim was kind of altered or it was like dunk court, it was 21 tip jam. Mm-hmm. So you had to dunk it to even get a count. <laughs> so, I've never, yo, I'm, <laughs> what a wild concept. I played Why a version of that. I played a version of that where your feet don't touch on the board, but you get the points that that person was going to get, right? So, like, oh, no. if they shoot for two and you tap it in without your feet touching the ground, you get those two you points. Why we're playing nah, on nah, dunk it's courts. All about, nah. Yeah. So I don't know why or who made it a big deal, but um, it was an elementary school called Washington. That's in Compton. And then also Luther's Park uh, Elementary. Um, I mean, sorry, Little Roosevelt, actually. Um, they had, I think, six to seven foot rims or something like that. And guys would always hop the fence and play full court on dunk dunk rims and it was like the one of the most funnest things because cats is throwing lobs throwing off the backboard even dominguez when we were in ninth and tenth grade the blacktop uh had seven foot rims and you can just i mean it was eight actually and you could just catch a body but it was so fun man like playing in those type of courts because you can just hang on the rim and a lot of cats never will ever get a chance to dunk and that was their chance to like really just dunk on cats nice that, that was me. And I, I actually wanted to do that club. one year of my birthday because obviously, but I just couldn't get everybody in the same city type thing. Um, but like pretty much hop the fence and go go play that with like some homies that's like out of shape. But we just playing on dunk courts and you just catching bodies on each other. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I, I mess around on those things. Like we've messed around and played like two on two just for fun for a couple of, I've never had. Those like, are the courts that you bruise your wrist though like crazy. Yeah, like that. That's that's how I like. I realized, yo, man, dunking that must suck. If you dunk all the time, you have like just a lot of calluses oh, on yeah. your wrist. Or, like oh, my, how's, my first blood clot, I, I, I took that as a pride. I was like, hell yeah, I got a fucking blood no. clot in my finger. Hell yeah, I dunked on a, I, I dunked on a, one. I only had one. I dunked though, on a I double no rim eyes. and split split the middle uh, callus hell. of my uh, middle finger. 
And I was just like, look, oh, fam, wow. <laughs> this is out. Like, I'm never hooping on a double rim. And I'm also not trying to dunk. And that's the thing. I think I got um, jumper's knee from dunking outside. I used to be dunking all the time on the black court, on the black court. Damn. I was thirsty. I was, I was thirsty, too. man. I was. Because yeah. I thought, honestly, I didn't know all doing about. I didn't much. think shooting was cool like Steph Curry and them now. Like, I was like, oh, if you dunk, you automatically go to the NBA. So, like, I just try to throw it on fools all day. But that was a fun conversation. All Thank right. you for, uh, you know, clearing that up for me. And and, and I'm pretty sure uh, if our followers are listening, please tweet me or Amin or Jerv or Rob about, you know, um, how you guys played 21 growing up or still to this day. Yeah. Uh, do you even still play 21? Is that oh, like is that an old a man thing. game? <laughs> it's definitely a okay. thing. I just be chilling. I'm at know. the point now where where I'm like, I'm cool. But I'm like like kids. Well, no, like you see, remember you seen me play twenty one with them kids. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> when Trey was looking crazy, man. He had swimming trunks on and, and his do rag was flapping out. I definitely oh, looked man, like I, I, I was gonna use all my they, files. And they and they definitely yeah, you everyone was looking at you. All them kids were looking at like this dude right here is gonna be uh like Kenneth Farid out here. Like just <laughs> <laughs> there was like you Trey looked like he should have been playing with Tim's on that's, that's yeah, hey, like. I definitely would have been on 4th Street West 4th for sure 100% 100% oh, man. man how often do you think about your socks if you're like I used to be not much but I recently discovered the socks that changed the way I think about socks forever they're called Bombas they're made from super soft natural cotton and every pair comes with arch support. A seamless toe and a cushion footbed that's comfy with, but not too thick. Buy your Bombas at Bombas.com slash B-O-M-M today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash B-O-M-M for 20% off. All right, well, and before we move on to talk about the honor of John Gervais' fraternity, uh, real quick reminder, March 28th live show in New York City at the Bootleg Theater in Brooklyn. It's, you were at the last one. It's the same venue. You remember what it looks like. It's nice. It's, it's cozy. It's comfortable. Um, tickets are on sale now. Go to countedthings.com or uh, visit uh, Count the Things uh, social on Instagram or Twitter to get tickets. Uh, it's always a fun time as we, and I feel like every time we do a live show, I tell you guys, it's a fun time and everybody goes and only swears it's, it's even more fun. They thought one of my favorite things is always hearing from people, uh, who are, aren't necessarily fans of the show, but came with someone else and they end up becoming fans of the podcast and fans of all the content through experiencing the live show. So, um, don't, definitely don't be shy about grabbing tickets and bringing a significant other, a sibling, whatever it is, a coworker, someone who's got a good sense of humor, who likes a good time, definitely show out. And then you guys know, New York City, we always come with the guests. Last time we had Taylor Rooks, we had Bomani Jones, we had Pablo Torre. Uh, this year, we similarly have some more big names lined up. Uh, you know, definitely always a good time. So again, countedthings.com, uh, our Instagram and our Twitter accounts for Count the Dings. Uh, you can go find ticket information there. Tickets are on sale now. All right, moving on. So uh, apparently, Labusi this week caused a bit of an uproar in frat world. 
because he was wearing he was wearing a, a Kappa sweater that he bought in the mall. I st- he bought at the mall. I didn't even know they sold them at the mall. I thought they had like special like Greek shout stores out, and stuff Linux, like that. Lennox Mall, that's a weird place. Uh, anyway, so he bought it and he was rocking it. And uh, apparently, the Kappas, rather than say, hey, this is great publicity, uh, they didn't, they weren't none too uh, excited about that and started to talk tough. And uh, Trey, well, Trey, set it up a little bit better than so, I did. And so then we're going to leave the floor for Drew. Lucy is at Atlanta Hawks basketball game. He always sits courtside there. And he spotted on Instagram wearing the Greek sweater, Kappa Alpha Psi. And, you know, it went viral pretty much because obviously Boosie did not go to school. He did not pledge. He did not join this fraternity. And normally there is consequences when you are wearing yeah. a Greek sweater <laughs> when you did not belong to that, you know, that chapter. Hey, right. Old nigga, dog. Gonna tell him, hey, bro, for your safety, bro. You might want to take that sweater off, bro. That's the Kappa sweater. Dudes are really passionate about that. I don't want nothing to happen to you, man. I said, you must not know who I am. <clears throat> you got me fucked up. Like, I wear what the fuck I want to wear. It's like for, for the Army people, stolen valor, yeah. right? Like the idea that Army people get really sensitive if they see someone dressed in military attire but didn't actually serve they're like don't beat your ass about that that's kind of how the greeks feel about if they see you wearing your shit under normal circumstances in his fashion said i bought it because i thought it was fly but y'all not about to do nothing to me with all these threats so in boosie humor he continues to follow up the next day youtubing Capless moves and practicing on Instagram Live. <laughs> so he's doing the shimmy. He's throwing up the signs. He's learning everything. He's even tapping in with his fellow Capel brothers, and you know, asking is he, you know, is he correct? And Capless around the world reach out to give their mind their peace of mind on on Boosie wearing the sweater. Now, this is the person, hold on, for people that don't know who Little Boosie is. Baton Rouge, Louisiana rapper, Free Boosie, a.k.a. Mr. Ratchet, he, Mr. Wipe Me Down, pretty much beat um, diabetes, beat jail, kill somebody, and y'all coming for him? Beat a murder charge. Beat a murder charge. <laughs> and y'all telling y'all y'all telling people y'all gonna go beat this man up. He ain't afraid of nothing. And all of a sudden, you know, you got guys Greeks reaching out saying like, "Oh, it's more brothers in Atlanta alone than Lil Boosie," and that he gonna they gonna have to see. Him. But the plot twist was the actual frat reached out with a newsletter, but I definitely want to hear Jerv's, uh, you know, his opinion on this and how he felt when he first seen Boosie in his, uh, his Greek's clothing. Uh, so first off, I just flat out didn't give a fuck right away. I thought it was Photoshop. 
when I first saw it, right? Um, Yo, that's, that's, that's amazing. Like, I, thought it was, I thought it was Photoshop. Like, there's no way this nigga's wearing my, my letters, you know what I mean, or, 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 or whatever. And then, you know, I, as I as I go on, whatever, however I saw it, whether I saw it on Instagram first or Twitter first, whatever it was, I go on Twitter and my mentions are going crazy. Everyone's like, yo, look at, you know, I'm like, it was, it's something that's way blown out of proportion. It's a, it's a, a man that's uneducated about what those letters mean to people and, and things and so forth. Right. I truly don't give a fuck. I think it's hilarious. I do not think, I, I think it's, I think the original part was an honest mistake. It's not like, uh, to me, it was a lot different than what we consider a perp, which is somebody who's fronting like they're a member of the organization. Boosie was not fronting like he was a member of the organization. That man tells me he bought the joint because he thought it looked dope. I believe that he had, honestly, truthfully, no idea what the fuck he was putting on. He thought it was dope. It probably matched his sneaks, you know what I mean, or whatever the case may be. So it was what it was. And then the, the, the troll effort that he has put in since has been... In my opinion, it's, it's hilarious. I know a lot of bros are probably going to hit me up and be like, yo, that's crazy. How are you going to say that? I thought it was hilarious. The fact that dude has gone on videos and watched, um, you know, countless strolls to to his song, which I've been at numerous parties. And when White Me Down comes on, like, bruh, not me, because I've stated clearly plenty of times, I don't stroll, I don't do none of that shit. I just chill. But bros lose a mind. Bros lose a mind when that song comes on. So I'm actually curious to see what happens the next time I'm at a party and, and, and how bros react. But, um, I, I mean, honestly, I thought it was, I think it's hilarious. I think it's free publicity for him. I wouldn't be shocked if he has an album or something coming out soon. I don't follow Boosie like that. Um, but I, I think it gave everyone an opportunity to pick at their favorite frat and take shots at us because there's nothing really else y'all can say about us other than the fact that Boosie was rocking your letters. I do think it's hilarious that bros are to the point where they were like, yo, yo, like, yo, there's so many more bros, this and the third, like, niggas are going to run up on you. As soon as I saw it, I was like, well, let's just keep it real. Nobody, and I don't give a fuck what frat it is. Nobody's running up on Boosie. I'm not saying there aren't members of the frat or members of any frat or any organization that aren't built like that or whatever the case may be, but nobody's running up on Boosie, right? Like, it's not like, He's probably never going to wear the joint ever again because he understands now, I think, to a degree that the the, uh, the level of um, not d- disrespect, but the level, the severity of how people could take that a certain way and, and, and so forth and so forth. But like a troll, which he is, he's going to troll the fuck out of everybody because people are getting hot, which I understand why they're getting hot, but he's going to troll the fuck out of everybody and his troll level is on a million I love the Instagram live videos because I'm looking at everybody's comments. I love the fact that Alpha's cues and uh, I guess Iotas, if they around, they uh, they all taking their little shots and they're like, oh, look at this shit. Boosie initiated, whatever the fuck. But honestly, dude, it's, it's whatever. I don't really care. I think it's hilarious to a degree. I think the man thought it was a dope joint. And why wouldn't you think it's dope? It's a dope organization. The letters are hot. Everything about the organization is hot, it's thorough. So I'm not shocked that he saw a, 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 a what you call it, a sweater or a sweatshirt, whatever it was, and won the rocket. I'm more concerned with why the fuck they just sold that shit to him. Like the person that's selling this shit literally knows 
There's no way in hell Boosie's a, a new. No way. But Jerv, Boosie didn't go to but college. But here's, here's, first of all, they sold it to him because this is America, people. No, I get it. And if, like, if, I, get, if I can make some money, I'm going to make some money. But the thing that I didn't really, that was the thing that confused me. I said, if I were the Kappas, I would absolutely, like, this is great publicity. Be like, you know what? We're going to make you an honorary bro. Nah. We'd love for you to come out and da, da, da. like, why not, man? Because well, first, first and foremost, you gotta you have to be a college graduate in order to be a member of the organization of, of any of any group. But that's like saying not, like, not I'm sorry, you have to no, be, hold on. You have to but, go on to college, excuse me, to be a because people can drop yeah. out after but, but, letters. But here's here's the deal. We also know that people get honorary degrees from like Harvard and shit who never went to high school. Well, Cap Alpha Sound Fraternity or Incorporated has no honorary members, good brother. So we don't do that. Uh, other what other what organizations they, do that shit, but we don't do that. Well, y'all fucked up then. <laughs> <laughs> so they mentioned in this in this letter that they I know, I know you're getting fascinated right now and hyped, but they did mention that they do want to uh, want to collaborate with Mr. Hatch. So um, if they do do collaborate and make him an honorary member, or two no, different no, no, things. hold on, hold on. Now, if they do, what would you gonna do about it? I ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> Same shit. I ain't do shit when I saw it. Except for that. Like, what, what I'm gonna do? I ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just want to know because you know you were saying just in case they make you know what I mean. He come out with a cap out of a side wipe me down version, and they make him honorary. I don't want to hear no shit, Mister Gervais. Well, 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 I on 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 everything I love. You do not have to worry about Boosie becoming an honorary member because there are plenty of other well-established individuals. Um, with way more accomplishments other than beating a murder charge and having a hit, right? Wow. wow. And no, I'm not even trying to take a shot at Boosie. <laughs> damn, I'm just damn, sounds like you kind of are there. I but don't like, know. Damn, there he's are not people good for that, that have... There, there are people in this world that have done great things to change the world that were not made honorary members. So there's no... Because we do not have honorary I wish my members. cousin Everybody, Ricky was available to come speak on this because he's a saying and... He had definitely go hard, but I didn't think this all the way through. And maybe for another time, I'll have him speak on this. But definitely, Jerv, you're hilarious. There's no way in hell Boosie going to be an honorary member. Like, I, I maybe maybe the Qs can make him an honorary member or the Alphas or Iotas or Sigmas, but we don't do that. There's no such thing as an honorary member in our facility. What if, what if, what if Boosie put out the ban on y'all? Like, y'all can't have my music played at any of your events anymore. What's that song? <laughs> nigga, y'all niggas shimmy to that shit every fucking time. <laughs> nigga, we'll shimmy to any fucking hey, they song. Love, you know, they they know, love it. Hey, now Trey, you know the favorite their favorite part of the song, right? What? Oh, here you go. Shoulders, pants, shoes. Them niggas love that part where they get to like touch every part of themselves. Like, oh, yeah. There's there's plenty of other songs that that bros stroll to. We do not need wipe me down in order. Wipe me wipe down, down not hard. Either. Don't uh, you ever speak true or false? Tr- true or false? Wipe me down is to the Kappas as Atomic Dog is to the Qs. Mm, no, flashing lights. Um, what Kanye is is, is is our time. No, um, P, uh, uh, Parliament. That's uh. our that's our that's our uh, Atomic Dog. Okay. That, that, I mean that that. Wipe Me Down has definitely taken a, uh, a, it has risen. It would be like the fucking Kevin Durant, I guess, or or something of that nature. But but uh, but Flashing Lights is um, it's still the 
Yeah, the, that's, the, that's the Jordan. That's the Jordan for y'all. Yeah, that, that's our Will Chamberlain, our Michael Jordan, okay. right there. Okay, the OG. Sure. Before we get out of this, can you just explain for everybody at home, like the letters? You were talking about the letters. What's the importance of the letters for like the people that, that don't know? What you, you're, you're talking more about like the letters are important. What's what's the significance there? What do you mean by the significance? Like, the, um, like what does it mean to you? What do those letters mean to you and, and everybody I mean, in the organization? What is it? What's the big deal with the letters? So to say, ass whooping, that's what it means. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's it's to, to me, the letters are all about. It's, it's nothing in life is given; everything is earned. You know what I mean? And including this ass whooping, <laughs> which is why we Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated is a non-hazing organization, my brother. I do not know what you're talking about. All right. <laughs> All I'm gonna tell you is, is that the letters mean. You know what I mean? It's just like, uh, it's it's like anything in this in this world that that you work hard as shit to get that you've dreamt about or you've had uh, put it as a goal, and for somebody to just come up and rock them, it just doesn't mean it. it's. We're all about achievement, and those letters uh, uh, symbolize achieving in every field of human endeavor. So, like, it's just. We, that's why we don't have honorary members. Like, I don't even understand honorary member. I don't understand how you can just say, oh, yo, we fuck with you. Here, take these letters. Like, that doesn't even make sense to me. You got to do something to get our letters. And I don't mean hazing. You have to go through some sort of something. Like, you have to, you have to know history. You have to, like, give a fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't just go to the mall, throw these letters on, pay five racks, and be like, yo, I'm a member now. Like, nah, that's just not how it works. <laughs> But again, the, we're, it's a non-hazing organization. In the, in the words of Sean Carter and Pharrell Williams, my nigga, please. Y'all niggas stupid. <laughs> Support for Black Opinions Matter comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Rob, you won't believe this, man, but, like, back when I was first, you know, this is first going through pu- puberty, First starting to grow things in that region. Um, believe it or not, I used to use actual scissors. Scissors, like the sharp kind that seamstresses use, because my mom had a like a crazy sewing skit. So I used to use those really sharp scissors. Um, and even though I was being very careful, I came, man, closer than you would even think to catastrophic results, Rob. And so that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts, bruh, which is huge, because who wants bloody balls? Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past, and don't use the same trimmer on your face as you do your balls. That's just disgusting. Manscaped is also the crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant that I happen to use today, and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not put deodorants on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BOM at manscaped.com at checkout. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code BOMBOMB at manscaped.com at checkout. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code BOMBOMB at checkout. Moving right along to speaking of stupid niggas. (laughs) Holy hell. Antonio Brown. All right, so first and foremost, like before we get to the serious stuff of, you know, him with the cops and his baby mom and cussing out his baby mom and the cops in front of his house with his kids running around and all that. 
Uh, quick question. Have you guys watched his music videos? No. I refuse. Dude, I'm telling you. I left you, him in uh, 2019. Let me just say this right now. The, the diss track he put out about the Saints, I was like, am I wrong? Or is this shit kind of a banger, man? <laughs> is, is, is Boosie on the track? It should be. Maybe he's going to be on the remix. We're in a Kappa sweater. But, <laughs> but it's it's the video has like the actual conversation team, him and his agent about the Saints wanting to give him uh you know a chance, you know, want to get to know him through a workout and da, da, da. And then he just proceeds to just sit on him. And like I'm gonna tell you right now, man, for a dude whose life is falling apart, he's managed to put together like a pretty solid like three minute song with a video. Like, I often wonder if he wasn't so out of control, would it be easier to market him uh, or market his music in the same way? And, and I think about I don't think about it like, oh, I think he can actually rap or whatever. But I think about it in the same way of, like, Little Duval able to have a song that's, like, the number one song in the country, even though he's not really a music act. He's, he's just a comedian fucking around, singing, singing something silly. And so... Yeah, I was like, I was like, yo, this shit could actually be a song that would turn into an anthem if it weren't for the fact about shit like this. And as I said, and Antonio Brown, apparently his baby mama showed up to his house to pick up the kids to take him to school. Um, now, the next part is kind of confusing, but basically he alleges that she tried to basically grab the keys to one of his cars, the Bentley, to, I guess, drop them off like that. And so he flipped out. He called the cops. And then the cops ended up not arresting her, but basically giving her a ride with the kids. Uh, as Antonio Brown, as I said, stands in front of his house, screaming and cussing, cussing out the cops, cussing out his baby moms, cussing out everybody. And like in the middle of it, all right, I'll see you, uh, pop up or whatever. Like he's yelling at his kid or whatever. And then he throws a bag of... Um, penis-shaped gummies at her, uh, uh, basically to make the joke like, oh, you, you can eat a bag of dicks, bitch. Bro, she here with my fucking keys, and you said you can't get my keys I, back. I didn't say that. All right, so get the keys. Well, so I'm asking you, do you got the kids? What could you do? She don't have no car. This bitch is a baser. She have two other kids. She stay at a hotel. Look at her. She's a fucking lost cause. Look at her. These niggas got to make calls for niggas to get justice. The police can't even know what to do. They got to call, you feel me, call other niggas. Hey, Charles, here go the bag of dicks. Fish head, fish head. Fish. Fish, here go the bag of dicks, fish. Charles, here go the bag of dicks. Fucking baser. Fuck the NFL. This is real life. But <laughs> it, the main question I had was, like, where is he purchasing dick-shaped gummies from? And... Is that really enough of a punchline to warrant having that on your credit card bill? So I'm actually about to look this up and I'm going to clear my history after this. But <laughs> what, the video no, or, the or, website or the video you can buy. Good. Oh, <laughs> well, my, my, yo, Trey, my question was straight up. I had two questions. One, did this nigga just throw like a bachelorette party? Because like that's the only time I've ever heard of. A bag of like he's got so many bags. Okay, dicks. so here we go. Yeah, like, why? Here we go. Dicksbymail.com sells oh, gummies man. for fifteen dollars, and then you can get also glitter with it, and then you also could do. But 
the bag, this bag of gummy penises is a great way to tell your friends, family, and loved ones or enemies to eat a bag of dicks. Sent anonymously with a stock message, this product will get your point across in a way that no one, nobody will, will mistake. See, that makes more sense if, like, I ding dong, oh, Amazon package. Oh, wondering what this is. Open it up, find it. Ah, oh, shit, it's a bag of dicks. But right. did he? That makes okay, sense. It a, does not make sense for you to have it delivered. And she brought yeah, it, it with it, her with the kids. No, I don't think so. I think he just has a stock of these because he's taking mad pictures of other bags of dicks. I think he just ordered a lot. But, like, my thing is this. Bro, if I, we're having an argument and you reach over into your cupboard and grab uh, a pack of gummies and throw it at me, I'm not stopping to pick it up. I'm like, oh, I wonder what he hits on me, some tasting. Oh, my God, they're shaped like penises. Like, in order for that joke to work, the person has to actually pick it up and look at it. And so you throwing it at them, that actually fucking work. So you basically made the joke just for yourself and and not to, for anyone to actually be humiliated other than yourself because, again, you went on bagofdicks.com to order them. It just It's not very well thought out, I guess my point is. Yeah, I mean, I'm not spending 15 cash. on. I don't care how much money I got on some gummy bag of dicks, man. That's crazy. <laughs> and the fact that we've been having a conversation about fucking bag of gummy dicks, man. My man is definitely doing something wrong here. He, he, like, he definitely, if y'all had to guess, how, how many of those does he have in his house right now? At least like, he has at a box. Least a, uh, how, how many come in a case? How many did he send 20? to, to, to uh, Bill Belichick? Nobody, because he's not smart enough to send it directly to the people. He had a big box sent to his house, and now it's like, that's what he does. He throws it or like, <laughs> or holds it up. Like, hey, hey I'm going to tell it, because he, he, he took a picture today and posted it on his on his uh, Twitter or uh, Twitter and Instagram. And he added ESPN on it. Hey, ESPN, here you go. And it's like, bag of dicks. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just, all right. I mean, okay. Like, the, I don't know. And maybe, and maybe there are these people out there who are like, yeah, Antonio Brown, you tell them. Tell them to eat a bag of dicks. But I'm just kind of like, I, I'm of this mindset of like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's, okay, that's your, all right. I mean, you're, is, sure. this corrupt, <laughs> is this corrupt company? <laughs> Eat a bowl of these, bitch. Goblin dick. <laughs> oh, I told you, oh, man. Now, pray pray like, for him. This, this, this ain't gonna end well for him, is it? No, I don't want to. I don't like to write people off, but like his football career is over. Oh, I'm not talking about football. I just wait. Oh no, football's done. So th- football's right, done. So talking I'm about talking jail about like and all that shit. Not even jail, like jail slash other negative consequences. Oh, it's gonna get worse. Like, it's not like he's going to like, either jail or bankruptcy or self-harm or maybe inadvertent self-harm. I, I just don't feel like people who are going through this public of a meltdown. And, and you know, uh, Levitar show talked about this. The guy is like, addicted to social media. Like, when he's cussing out the cops, you, you say, hey, I man, did one of the neighbors tape it? Like, oh, no, the motherfucker went on Instagram Live to do this shit. And it's just like, you know, I might want to cuss out my baby moms and, and cuss out the cops, too. I just don't understand where, like, the oh, by the way, Instagram ought to love this. Like, what is the benefit you get from that? This is the same dude that went did the Instagram live live from yeah. the fucking locker room. So, yes. 
I mean, and um, and to your point, I mean, I just shared it in the chat, but I don't know if you saw it. But um, the police department that he lives in, the Hollywood, Florida police department, returned their his donation from a recent football tournament, um, charity football tournament. So I mean, mm-hmm. they're sick of his shit too. It's like, I dude, you even want your money? Well, I mean, no just feel like the cops are at his house all the time, man. Like, and again, I'm not. I'm just nope. saying, like, like at some point, just for his own well-being right like mental health or whatever man you just got to calm down bro like there's got to be a way to do this without screaming cussing calling the cops having the cops called and by the way all of this being shared with the entire world at all time like you know like what do you think his kids are gonna feel like when they grow up he's 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 who marshall lynch was talking about the other day you know yeah protect protect your mental protect your chicken protect your money like he is basically who he was talking about is there any chance he, since the cops have sent back his uh, donation, that he will send them a bag of dicks? One hundred. Well, I don't know if he'll send it, but he'll definitely take a picture of it and maybe an Instagram video of it as well. Anyways, we're praying for you, uh, AB. I hope you get better, man. Like, this, and again, I, like I, the football part is secondary, man. Just, just fucking get your life together, bro. He's gotta go. Go get checked out, dude. Oh man, I you know what man? I don't I don't know, but typically people like that are very resistant to getting help because they're convinced like it's everybody else. It ain't me. So it ain't me. It ain't me. Uh, <clears throat> all right, we might as well get to this. Um, power. The second. Uh, episode of the last few that are airing here that are all about who shot ghost. I actually, for the first time in a long time, I took long notes and uh, Trey, I know you're a big family guy fan. So you'll, you'll appreciate this. When I realized this episode was all from the perspective of Paz, uh, who is Angela's uh, older sister, I guess. We did not need this, by the way. and we didn't need it. And I wrote a pause episode is like a family guy mega episode. But you ever see that family guy where it's like a mega episode and, and it's at the beginning of the episode and Peter says, that's right, guys, it's a mega episode. And then he starts kind of like pushing the remote control towards the screen. Like, go ahead. We don't blame you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like nobody gives a fuck about pause. And by the way, pause, the general gist of this episode is Paz is one stupid motherfucker. Her and her stupid-ass son. Y'all two motherfuckers are just something else. So, uh, first question. Do you guys remember her putting the phone in the casket when Angela got burned? Nope. I, I, I don't do. remember that yes, I do. at yeah, all. I remember I that, yeah. Mm-hmm. She said something okay. in Spanish like, your secret is safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, I saw it in the, the little recap, but I just... I was just like, wait, where, where did this come from? Um, uh, the, I have several questions from this episode. Question number one, how does she know where everyone lives? So in this episode, she went to Sax's house. She went to Tasha's house. She went to Tommy's house. She went to uh, who else house did she go? She'd been to everybody's house, waltzing right in, and I just couldn't figure out, like, how the fuck does she know where all these people live? She waited outside of where I want to say where where uh, ghosts live too. You know, she didn't actually approach him in his house. Um, 
um, here. No, other... I think she was outside of his hotel, which oh, is even I'm... weirder. Still, though, like, how does she know where everybody lives? Um, Paz's son. I said him and Tariq should be friends. This little disrespectful motherfucker, man. His mom is going through the agony of losing her sister. And the dad has a stroke or Alzheimer's or something going on. And this motherfucker got jokes. She's like, he's like, oh, you mean the, the guy who shot TT is going to be president of the United States? I'm like, nigga, that's only jokes. And then his next thing is always, yo, what's up with the inheritance or whatever, the, the, uh, whatever, the insurance or the pension. But why did she risk that, though? No, no, no. For, but before she risked it, let's just talk about how this little nigga, as his mom is trying to, uh, like, grieve her sister and find justice for his sister, all he wants to know is where the money at. Like, every opportunity, he's asking her, like, he's badgering her about the money. Like, nigga, go get a job or something. Like, and, like, and it would be different. bastard. It would be yeah. different if he was introduced, like, last season, right? And we understood where to... But, like, his, his what, fifth line is where's the money? Like, who are you, dude? Like, yeah. where the fuck did you come well, that's, from? That's actually my first note was, who is this? Like, who is this dude? I, like, I had no idea who he was. Have we, we ever seen her? Have we ever seen Angel? Well, Paz and Angela's dad before? Or is that the first time we saw him, too? No, we we did see him because I do I did remember the scene where Angela was uh, taking care of him or visited him so, or something. Yeah, or and him. he's he's telling her to stay away from. He's having like a flashback from when she was little, telling her not to hang out with. So with he's ghosts. got Alzheimer's, but he can remember ghosts. I don't know, man. Like I, well, I don't know. People what, with, they people never with Alzheimer's can either. remember like certain stuff, right? They can remember back to Angela barely time. remembered him. Yeah, but that's the thing too. It's like how the fuck do you remember this corner boy? Like so, everything. Uh, uh, so I'll give you a great example. One of my uncle, who was a lot older than than my parents, like my cousin, that like dad was really really old. Uh, towards the end, and he was always a real sharp dude. Towards the end, I don't know if it's Alzheimer's or senility or. or whatever you want to call it. But like his memory was gone. So when I went to visit him, like he, he like, I was sat down with him and uh, kind of talking to him. Hey, how's it going? And he's like, Oh, he's doing okay. And, uh, and then he'd say to me, um, you know who you remind me of? And he'd say like, you remind me of, he said my dad's name. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's my dad. He's like, Oh yeah. Hey, how's he doing? I'm like, Oh, he's doing great. That Yeah. I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah, a real funny guy. Da, da, da. And then he talked, and then a little bit while later, he looked at me and said, "You know, you know who you remind me of?" And he said, "My dad." Like, there's just no. There's certain like he knew. Who, he clearly remembered my father, but he just didn't like string everything together with reality of right now, with you know, twenty years ago, all that stuff. So that I kind of understand a but little your bit. Uncle remembering your father is way different than. This dude remembering a corner boy from that's Angela's true. past that she hadn't seen for like twenty fucking years. That's, that's true. That's true. I tried. I tried, Tower. I tried to go. Um, um, real quick on from the, uh, I have a special message from Kev the Barber. Shouts to Kev. Sorry, I couldn't uh, uh, fix it up to get you on today, but he just wanted us to point out. Um, he said, "Please talk about how bad her son's haircut and eyebrows were." And yeah. again, Fifty goes out and finds yet another person or persons that we never seen, and they are the worst actors on earth. The eyebrows were pretty like disturbing. Like, That's very Puerto Rican, though. If I can, as a Puerto Rican, I, I see. I that was going to say that, but I didn't very want to come Puerto off Rican. Racist. No, it's it's very it's a very Puerto Rican look. The the eyebrows looking crazy. 
so okay, so the kid's real disrespectful. Uh, Paz tries to roll up on on Ghost with a gun in her hand, exposed in the middle of the street in the middle of daylight, which was also stupid. Uh, Paz basically goes to the district attorney and tells him, "Hey, I have evidence that Angelo's shady because she thinks it's going to lead to the capture of Ghost." Even though the dude told her, if you do this, you're risking your sister's pension and all the benefits, she went ahead and did it anyway, and then it didn't work. And I'm just like, what What? what was the point of that? Because there's no reason to have a pause episode. Yes. And, and, the, and, then, and then her solution is maybe we need to go, or her, her solution and her solution is we need to go shoot that dude. Like, what is that going to accomplish now? Like, you almost got it backwards. You're supposed to go to shoot him and then try to get the money later, not, hey, let me expose my sister. And then when it doesn't work, I'm going to shoot him, even though that won't really do much. Uh, do, do they really dig up bodies like that, or is that just a sitcom? I mean, is that just I, television? I think that's just, just television. I, I think it's really hard to get somebody exhumed, but usually it's because the family says no. So, like, in this case, the stupid-ass family member was like, yeah, let's do this. Uh, my favorite part of the episode was when she went to Tommy and she's like, Tommy, I want you to kill him. And, da, 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 da. and you know, my you know, my sister was a good person and she got caught up with this animal, blah, blah, blah. And Tommy's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. she wasn't that good. I was like, yeah. Shout out to Tommy for dropping hard truths in a time like this, especially given the fact that he was the one that shot Angela. Thought that was really nice. Tasha told her the same thing too. What? Like Yo, your sister don't trust Angela. Yeah, yeah, like yo, your sister wasn't that good. But Tommy, Tommy said it in a much more like oh, in a Tommy way. way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like very, bitch, please. Yes, I, I very much enjoyed that. Um, she goes to the club uh, during the event, and she waits in the bathroom. And the bathroom stall that she's in, it had to be the handicap stall. Have you ever seen a stall that big that wasn't a handicap stall? She's pacing inside it. I'm like, how do you pace inside a bathroom stall? No, nobody else. Dude, knows. it looked like it looked like another bathroom. That's how <laughs> big that room was. Um, the dude from the Democratic Party went all the way down to the district attorney's office to tell him, "Hey, man, uh, stop your investigation," and then turn around and leave like 30 seconds later. Uh, that couldn't a phone call wouldn't have suffice. He had to come down there. Also, again, who the hell is he? I don't know. He's from the he's the Democratic Party. We've never seen this dude, and we've been with Tate for like three seasons. Who is he? Have Tate, we seen him before? Tate gets an episode, right? How many? What do we have? Left? We have Tate. There's five. Episode. There's five. So oh, it's Tate. Lord Jesus. <laughs> it's so so the non-family members. There's Tate. Well, it's Tate and um, Sachs are the non-family members, and the family is Tariq, Tasha, and Tommy are the last three. Jeez. I hope somebody dies. Who do you think? Who do you, so, so, so we're learning more. I kind of the one thing I'll give them credit for is we're learning more about post ghost. I guess you could say, like as these episodes are like kind of rewinding and going forward. So now yeah. we we time Tommy's gone. So yeah. do we get Tommy's episode next week? Is Tommy the last one? What do you guys think about the, the Tommy well, the last, movie at the end? The last one is the guy, the person who did it, right? Right. So, so is this telling us this episode? Be it that it is kind of a trash episode and pointless, and maybe she should have actually gone first instead of Dre. That last verse, that last oh, no, scene, we, though. 
we could have done without the entire episode. Yeah, she doesn't deserve an episode. Yeah. She shouldn't even be one of the suspects. Her, her and Dre could have, like, they could have packaged that shit. Like, yeah, nah, you know, I, and it's disrespectful to Dre. You're right. Like, I don't, we didn't need her episode. I'm not gonna say. First of all, I wanted everyone on Twitter that told me, "Oh my God." This, the, the, the writing on these sh- is phenomenal. Oh, man. Uh, it really hurts. smoking. It hurts my feelings, man. It really does. I, I, I just stay away from Twitter now because I just can't believe how many people think this is good television. I'm like, yo, have you never watched? And like, have you never watched The Sopranos? Have you never watched The Wire? Like, have you not watched actual good television? Or, or do you just not know the difference? Have you, have you watched and you just don't know the difference? No, I, I just don't think they know good television. Well, according to Wise, what's Wise say? Oh, yeah. yeah. Black people, man. Yeah, Wise is right. Wise is right. We were wrong, man. We were wrong Wise, you're definitely right. Good Lord. She did not deserve her own episode. The episode was was freaking stupid. They introduced a million characters that, that, were, that, that were huge for her episode, but are pointless in every aspect of power. And I'm just at the point where, just get me to the... Just get me to the last episode. I've never been so disappointed in the ending yeah. of a series other than True Blood. You know, uh, one of my friends hit me up and said, man, I hope I hope Ghost ain't dead. And I'm like, yo, if Ghost is alive through all of this shit, I'm officially going to take my television and my direct TV box and throw that shit out in the street. Like, I, like, I don't deserve to watch television if I watch <laughs> Seven seasons of this bullshit for this dude to still be alive. Only, yeah, especially with every episode, they keep reminding us that he's dead. Oh, God, man. All right. Uh, so, once again, uh, thank you everybody for tuning in and listening to Black Opinions Matter. Uh, again, reminder countthedings.com, March 28th, Bootleg Theater, Brooklyn, New York. Buy your tickets. Make sure you you uh, lock that down. Make sure you guys are out there. Uh, again, special guests are going to be in the building. All your favorites are going to be in the building. It's going to be fun. Bring a friend. Bring a family member. Bring a loved one. Whoever. And as always, <clears throat> stay black. Stay black.